0: I know what you are.
1: Say it. The podcast! Oh, have we only talked about up to, like, Laurent? We talked about Laurent? Yeah, we talked about Laurent. All right, so I'm ready to, like, I want you all to imagine a new scenario. Yep. Are you ready? Okay, so. Yes. Once again, I want you to put yourself... Paint me a word picture. I'm painting you a word picture. I want you forget okay. everything we said about laurent it doesn't matter anymore okay how can i forget the blazer no shirt God, the blazer no shirt is so good especially because it's <laughs> a purple blazer Mm-hmm. so imagine you're a teenage girl and mm-hmm. your real high school boyfriend broke up with you and now like 10 months has passed since that happened and you've just got mm-hmm. like really into doing dangerous things because you figured out that when you do dangerous things you hallucinate him and like that's so healthy great and then like you realize like the regular dangerous things aren't good enough and you need to do increasingly dangerous things which is like totally healthy and great definitely romantic and not the sign of an incredibly unhealthy relationship anyways so yeah like all that time has passed and you wanna go cliff diving and your friend's like, Yeah, I'll take you cliff diving. And then at the last minute your friend's like, Oh wait, no, sorry, I can't take you today. And instead of just like rescheduling, you're like, oh, I'll just go cliff diving by myself in all my clothes. So you jump off a cliff. <laughs> and it's like, this is fine. And then there's What would you just, have done like, <laughs>
2: Not that. This
1: person <laughs> under the water who wants to kill you. Who's just like crazy random happenstance is there.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay, alright. This hypothetical has gone off the rails a little
2: bit. Okay, that actually <laughs> was explained because they chased her off the cliff.
0: Yeah. Wait,
1: they did? Okay, I missed wait,
0: that let me part. Let me rewind. Let me let me color in the word picture a little okay, bit.
1: Okay, please color in my word picture. I, I just did the word line art. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this analogy has gone on far enough. Just say what you're gonna say. When they are
0: when Bella and Jacob are driving their motorcycles they see the werewolves before they know they're wer- werewolves going cliff diving in their jorts and bella's like oh my god they just pushed that man off a cliff and jacob's like oh no they're just going cliff diving it's a fun thing they do recreationally
1: yeah and uh yeah i talked about this because jacob she's, is like before he becomes a werewolf he thinks they're all jerks yeah yeah exactly i'm, I'm setting
0: the scene okay so scene, so bella's like Provided hey i want to go cliff diving and jacob's like are you nuts and she's like yeah a little bit he's like okay whatever i'll take you cliff diving so they decide to go cliff diving they make a plan and jacob is like hey victoria's around today i can't and also it's kind of stormy and like maybe you should go home and she's like it's fine so she goes cliff diving in her full clothes they don't explain it in the movie though she just decides to go jumping off a cliff and then Victoria is there because Jacob chased her off a cliff earlier. She's already in the water, and she's like, ooh, Bella's here. And Bella is, like, drowning, and she imagines Edward, and she's like, oh my god, finally, we're back together. And Alex, at this point, was like, is this supposed to be romantic? And I just started laughing because it really was supposed to be romantic. And then Jacob fishes her out of the water and he gives her CPR or whatever and she lives.
1: Okay, but why yeah. was Victoria there?
0: Because she was trying to catch Bella.
2: And yeah, she- okay. See, Victoria is in the woods where Charlie and company are searching for whatever creature keeps killing people, which is actually Victoria, but they don't know that. They're searching for some sort of beast. Um, They're essentially searching for a light the werewolves it's convoluted oh anyway victoria shows up attacks one of them jacob sees her and chases her all the way to the cliff where she jumps off where coincidentally bella is also in her depressive state so jumping off the cliff it as is well
1: it's just a coincidence then that you like are a teenage girl who's sad and you decide to jump off a cliff because you're sad but like recreationally and then the person who's trying to kill you happens to be in the water with you
2: well, yeah, but it's not like she just went for a swim. I mean, she was in the water for a reason.
1: Okay. Yeah, but I mean, vampires can just decide to go for a swim. Sometimes they just decide to go chill out on the ocean floor.
2: Yeah, but she probably wouldn't.
1: No, yeah, it's more of an Edward thing because, like, when you're underwater, nobody can tell you're crying.
2: You see, Fuck. not to compliment Victoria, but she seems to be handling the death of her partner much more gracefully than Bella is. <laughs> She's seeking revenge instead of just like moping for months on end. Like, yeah, I mean Bella, Like, to Victoria God. has had longer, a little longer, to process this, but she seems to be doing a little better uh, than Victoria Bella is. Had, like, a month you know longer. what I'm saying? Yeah, like not much longer. You know, not to give kudos to Victoria, but you know, Bella could learn something from her.
0: Yeah. yeah and while okay so Charlie is in the woods too because this whole time like the vampires have been the vampires Victoria has been running around killing people in town And they're like, oh, no, there's like a big bear in the woods. Coincidentally, like some hikers see some of the werewolves walking by and they're like, oh, that must have been a bear. That was so giant. And so the cops put two and two together and they're like, there is some kind of bear in the woods and people are dying. Therefore, there is a giant bear that is killing townspeople. So they get a hunting party together. Yes, they get a hunting party together. Charlie and some people from town and this guy, Harry Clearwater, who is one of the werewolves dad. Dad's dad. One of the werewolves dad. Mm hmm. He's helping, but he knows that it's actually the werewolves, and he's trying to keep everybody off the werewolf's tail, because so. he knows what's going on.
2: So he's the opposite of helping, because he's keeping them away.
0: Yes. Um. And then he has a heart attack in the
2: woods, and he dies. No, Victoria attacked him. E- in the movie. Yeah, in the movie. In the- in, You're telling me in the book he just keeled over? In the book he just has a heart attack. Okay. Yeah. Um, For once, the movie makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh he just died just because yeah worry so about
1: okay him. so in the
0: movie victoria attacks him jacob comes up as a wolf and like chases her away from him but he's already dead whatever charlie finds him and there's a whole there's a whole thing then jacob finds bella when she jumps off a cliff i guess because he's also there because victoria was there and he chased her off so, And he's like
2: oh shit ain't that bella down there yeah so
0: he rescues bella from it's like a drowning to death in the ocean this
1: whole movie is a comedy of errors
0: Absolutely, so he rescues Bella from drowning in the ocean, and
2: he's he says drowning to death, drowning to death in the ocean. <laughs> that was implied by drowning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can drown a little as a treat, so you can hallucinate your boyfriend, yeah. ex-boyfriend. So ex-boyfriend. So Jacob takes her home to her house, and she's like, "Where's Charlie?" And he's like, "Well, he is uh, at the Clearwater's house because Harry had a heart attack, and he's helping out over there." and Bella's like okay so I guess we'll just chill here and uh wait also Alice is there wait let me rewind (laughs) (laughs) surprise Jacob tells her all this stuff about Harry and Charlie and then he takes her home and when he pulls up he's like wait there's a vampire here and Bella sees Carlisle's car and she's like oh my god the Cullens have come back for me Jacob don't wait up it's gonna be fine and Jacob's like
2: see you never I'm off to go find my love of my life
0: for real and Jacob is like (laughs) Jacob is like hold up i can't protect you from victoria or any other vampires because this is outside of the treaty line this is cullen territory i can't be here and she's like it's How fine my vampire you, babes anyway? are back <laughs> so so um he's like fine whatever and he storms off and he runs into the woods wearing nothing but shorts. <laughs> and um as he does as he does bell goes inside and alice is there and she's like Why are you alive? And Bella's like, what are you talking about? I just didn't (laughs) die. What the hell? Nice to see you too, I guess. She doesn't say any of these things, but she should have. And Alice is like, I had a vision that you jumped off a cliff to try and kill yourself. And Bella's like, no, I did jump off a cliff, but I didn't try to kill myself. I was just having fun. And Alice is like, oh, wait, she says, "Uh, I have never seen somebody more prone to life-threatening idiocy. And like, good. I think
2: that really sums up Bella's character. Roast
0: her, Alice. She deserves it um anyway alice is mad at her but bella's like oh my god a vampire is back finally and then they're like cuddling on the couch which is not gay at all and (laughs) (laughs) and alice is like why do you smell like wet dog and she's like oh my best friend (laughs) my best friend is a werewolf and she's like he's a what (laughs) she's like
1: he's a what mate
0: werewolves yeah <laughs> she's like werewolves are not good company to keep and jacob broke into the house at some point and he's like i think he just <laughs> walked in i don't know if he broke <laughs> in he probably just came through the he front door
2: there's key. no Charlie real implication that he him. broke in
0: okay maybe he, okay, whatever jacob walks in he's inside and he's like you should talk and they have kind of, like, a standoff. And Alice is, like, very against werewolves for
2: some reason. Like, Alice it's does not... because she's a vampire and it's a plot device. I guess. Yeah, There's really no justifiable sense. reason for Alice to not be diplomatic. Yeah. Like, Alice is a very diplomatic person, and it doesn't actually make sense for her character that she would hate him on principle for that reason. Um, it's definitely just writing of, like, creating this kind of divide between werewolves and vampires. Like, I can't think of any other justification for her to hate them other than... Um, she decided that they need to be racist smire or whatever they need to be racist against one another that's that's really the only explanation I. that's
1: really it because like it doesn't really make sense for the vampires to like the cullens anyways to not like the werewolves because like the werewolves willingly struck a deal with them so that they could live in town like you would think they could be amicable to each other like they have the whole treaty thing and like they know that they that vampires yes. eat people, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, um,
0: point of order here: Alice was not with the Cullens when they initially made the treaty, but all of the other ones were. Alice and Jasper came later. Now, does does Alice know a lot about the werewolves? Like,
2: there's probably no other werewolves.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, they don't sleep. They've got lots of time to talk. She probably knows. Yeah. But. Okay.
1: Again, like, are there not any other werewolves? Like, why... If this is the only place on Earth where there is a supernatural species that wants to kill vampires, why is this... Why is this where the Cullens keep coming back to?
2: Because it (laughs) rains all the time. They like the area. There is
1: more places on Earth that it rains all the time. Wait.
0: Wait, wait, wait. This is the only tribe of werewolves, and I will explain why. Do you remember the story of how... The werewolves started
1: yeah
0: okay so it was just this tribe it was the one leader from this tribe and he started the generations of werewolves
1: okay so unless
0: they all moved away i guess and i mean i don't know i I get the feeling that like this it's like a very close-knit thing so this is the only place that werewolves are and they are only there to protect their one tribe from the vampires that showed up
1: again though like that's why do the cullens keep coming back to forks then why don't they <laughs> go live in other rainy cities like have they heard of england
2: But you went to forks it's freaking gorgeous it is gorgeous there I think they have to kind of cycle around between the wet places every like pretty
1: place on earth though I know they have to cycle around but if they have a <laughs> cycle of places that they go to why do they need to keep forks on that cycle which is the only place where they have enemies
2: you don't know that
1: and that is what I'm you getting might have to. there enemy. has to be other enemies yeah, they
2: can have other enemies, they just might not be werewolves. It could be other reasons that they can't stay in other places.
1: Fellas,
0: Carlisle gets along with everybody. They don't have enemies.
1: <sighs>
2: they literally do. We're talking
1: about their enemies right now. I mean, there's the Voltaire, but, like, oh. that's, again, one place. But Carlisle was part of them. Earth is big. Go live in fucking Brazil. <laughs> they didn't live in Brazil? They, they did live in Brazil for a bit. Then, that's what I'm saying. Like, if they're cycling between, like, Forks, England, Alaska, Brazil, looking for places where it's not very sunny, just take Forks out of that cycle. It's one they place. just really like Forks. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> 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 I forgot what we were talking about. Oh, Alice comes over. Okay. And Jacob is there. And Alice and Jacob have kind of, like, a standoff, whatever. And then... Jacob is talking to Bella and she's like you know we don't have to fight like this you know you can be a part of my life too and he's like I really can't Bella and then they're in the kitchen and the phone rings and Jacob answers their phone for some reason and somebody asks for Charlie and he's like Charlie's not here and there's some yes some someone else is like what's Charlie doing and Jacob's like He's planning a funeral, and he hangs up. It was Edward on the phone, and he wanted to know where Charlie was because Rosalie had called him about Alice's vision where Bella tried to kill herself, and he wanted to confirm with Charlie that Bella did, in fact, kill herself. And when Jacob said, he's planning a funeral, in parentheses, for Harry Clearwater, but he didn't say that, Edward was like, oh no, he's planning a funeral for Bella. And that is the funniest fucking thing that could have happened.
2: That's just bad timing, buddy.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. That's what I mean. Like, it's a comedy of errors. (laughs) It really is. Like, it's made to be so dramatic, but that's so fucking funny. Like, Alice has a vision of Bella jumping off a cliff. And Alice is like, oh, no, Bella's going to die. I better not tell Edward. He's too fragile. I'll tell Rosalie, who definitely will keep my secret. (laughs) Um, And then she goes and finds out Bella is safe. Does not tell Edward this information. But Rosalie tells Edward about Bella jumping off the cliff. Uh, Yeah. And then Edward's like, I'll just call and find out. And then Jacob picks up. And the only info Jacob gives him is Charlie's planning a funeral. (laughs) And then again, why doesn't Edward have a phone? Because what happens next is Edward decides he's going to. Alice sees a vision that Edward's going to try and kill himself by exposing himself, which we can talk about why that's stupid.
2: Well, he had a phone, he crushed
0: it. I
1: think in the book though,
0: he just doesn't want to pick up Alice's calls. He's like so distraught, he's like not even dealing Fucking right now.
1: Fucking text him. <laughs> like I just don't understand yeah. why the information couldn't be relayed to him that Bella's not dead.
2: <laughs> he's pretty old. He's probably not up with the
1: technology. So. Stupid. Why don't you text the Voltari get them to pass the message along? They're there. What? Do the Voltari have cell phones? Probably not. I feel like the Voltari <laughs> have a phone number. Come on. They have email an assistant. Them. Yeah, email their assistant. Be like, yeah. Bella's still alive. Can you pass the message to Edward? He's going to be by soon. But, like, hang on. But that wouldn't be dramatic.
0: But <sighs> Edward thinks that Alice will say anything to... Edward knows that Alice has had a vision that he was going to kill himself and because of that he doesn't believe anything that Alice is going to say to you him because he thinks she's just going to say that
1: shit she says is Bella's still alive he wouldn't at least try to verify that no because
0: I think I think they rely too heavily on Alice and because of that they're like well no she had a vision though like it happened oh so you know, now you're just saying things to make me feel better
1: but in the first know. movie they specifically say like her visions don't always come true
0: yeah, and they don't always follow that logic.
1: Oh God. Just, they're all so
0: stupid. Yeah.
1: They've been to school like a billion times and they're still stupid. <laughs> so then Alice says,
0: hey, we have to go to Italy to stop Edward from killing himself. And Bella's like, say no more. Let's get in the car right now. And Jacob says, you can't do this. Or, if you come back, we can't be friends. If, like, if you do this thing, we can't be friends anymore. Which, like, bud, listen. If if I was told, hey, somebody that you know, even if you're not romantically involved with them, are going to kill themselves unless you show up at their doorstep, like, I would probably just go say hi real quick. You know? Yeah, because it's a pretty
2: it, dick move to be like, we're not friends if you save his life. Like, <laughs> let him kill himself chill? or I'm never talking to you
0: again. Yeah. <laughs> then they, they get in the car and... They drive to the airport, and they're on the plane to Italy, which, let's just look this up real quick. It takes 15 hours from Seattle. 15 and a half. From Seattle to Rome. Okay, but how
2: long does it take them to run to Seattle? Like, five minutes? They're vampires. No, no, it would still take them
0: about an hour, probably. All right. So, 16 hours to get from Forks to where Edward is going to kill himself. And they have time. Do you want to know why? Because... He wants to do it in the most dramatic way possible, and he can't decide what that way is, so they have time while he's deciding. We need to
1: backtrack, because we didn't really explain how this leads to him killing himself.
0: Ah, that's right. Yeah,
1: so, okay. So after Edward thinks Bella is dead, he goes to Italy, because he's like, I want to kill myself, and the best way for me to kill myself as a vampire is to, like, get these other vampires to kill me. Which, okay, firstly... The treaty, we know about the treaty in this movie, which is that like if any vampire crosses the line into the reservation, the werewolves kill them. He could have just gone to Forks and done that. The werewolves would have been very happy to kill him. Yep. But no, he's got to be a dramatic bitch. He's got to go to the vampire Vatican and ask them to kill him. And they're like, you know, we only kill vampires who have committed vampire crimes. If you want us to kill you, you must commit a vampire crime.
2: Well, I think in the movie they said, we like your power too much.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They're like, we like your power too much. We have no interest in killing you. The only reason we would kill you is if we knew you had committed a vampire crime. So naturally, he's like, well, I'm going to go commit a vampire crime. And the vampire crime he's going to commit is exposing vampires to humans, which in his mind, the best way to do that is to take off his shirt on a sunny day in a crowded place and have all the people see him be sparkly. Because naturally, when a human sees a sparkly person, their first thought is, oh no, this is evidence of the supernatural and not someone fell in some body glitter. Yeah,
2: right? And he does this at a festival too. Like,
1: (laughs) body glitter. Yeah, body glitter.
2: (laughs) See, if I saw a guy take off his shirt and step out into the sun, he was covered in glitter, I'd just be like, aha, a gay. (laughs) Exactly. I see. And like, when
0: Bella was Googling vampires, I don't think that one of the things they said was that they sparkle. I think that is a pretty well-kept secret. So, if Bella could not find this in all of the lore that she was sifting through to try and find some shit on vampires, I don't think that walking out into a crowded place in sparkly body glitter would tip people off because that's not a piece of lore that anyone knows.
2: However, to be fair, like, they are in the middle of the we-just-got-rid-of-vampires festival. Maybe these people specifically have a little bit of knowledge of lore.
1: Okay, okay. You know, this
2: is kind of like the heart of Vampire Central. what festival? All I know is that Alice told Bella that the festival is to celebrate the year they got rid of vampires.
1: And this is like a real-life Italy festival, though, isn't it? Like, isn't it a festival that exists?
2: We're Googling it. St. Marcus Day.
1: St. Marcus Day Festival.
2: IRL. Because, like,
1: I'm pretty sure it is like an IRL festival, which is what's happening in the movie, Which, yes, could have to do with, like, an old legend about vampires. I just didn't realize that's what it was. I missed that line. I thought it was, like, the running of the bulls or something.
0: It's actually the anniversary of the liberation of Italy from the Nazi fascists in World War II. Are you
1: fucking kidding me? But in the movie, they made it about vampires. Yeah. Obviously,
2: the Nazi fascists in World (laughs) War II were vampires. It's the only logical conclusion.
1: It's on April 25th to give us a little bit of a
0: timeline there. Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah. Much
1: to think about.
2: So does that mean, though, that the Nazis were vampires, I mean, like I in don't the, doubt the Nazis of, were vampires. in the canon of Twilight? Because the... that, cause that heavily implies
1: I don't doubt that
2: that that they're this one and the same.
1: I don't doubt that the Nazis were vampires in the Twilight universe. I just think it's really funny that that's the explanation they give for that day in in the movie or and in the book. Because I totally missed that line. I just was like oh yeah this is just some Italy festival where they wear red there's lots of those
0: fair yeah hey so it's St. Marcus Day and Marcus is one of the Volturi vampires so like I think that's kind of funny
2: oh rich irony
0: yeah so Edward goes to commit a vampire crime and Bella runs through the city trying to catch him before he does a stupid and gets himself killed and he she gets there just in time and she like runs into his arms and fun little behind the curtains thing. They had a guy standing next to Robert Pattinson holding up like his butt so he could stay out of the shot, but so he could like support him in case uh, they fell over. They didn't want to fall over in the shot. So they had a guy just
2: like stand there. Someone got paid to hold Robert Pattinson's ass cheeks so that when <laughs> Bella glomped him, he wouldn't fall. This is a real thing on somebody. They could put on someone's resume. They did this for money. Robert
1: Pattinson assholder.
2: Yes, <laughs> that's his job title. So, so, so in this scene,
1: mm-hmm. I think
2: I think one of my 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 favorite thing about this scene. Bella sees him about to step into the sunlight, and he actually does for a second. For a little second, he steps into the sunlight, but nobody notices. So she tackles him backward, and he says, "Heaven," like. Okay, like, like he, like, oh, I must be in heaven because Bella is here. I died so fast
1: that I don't even remember stepping out into the sunlight.
2: That's, that's not the takeaway from this, okay? Mm -hmm. The reason that he refuses to turn Bella into a vampire is because he believes that he has become damned by becoming a vampire. However, instantly, the second he sees her, he assumes that he has died and gone to heaven. That is his immediate assumption, So that implies to me that his conviction that this is actually what happens by turning into a vampire is not so strong as he pretends it to be. You know, if your immediate thought is, oh, I've died and gone to heaven, not, oh, Bella's here. Like, he thinks it's more likely that he is in heaven than Bella is actually in front of him. Doesn't that mean he's not really that sure that he's damned?
1: I think Stuff though, like, I, I think he's like, I don't know if I'll go to heaven or not, and that's why, like, I can't have you live with that uncertainty. I guess,
2: I guess, but he certainly, in that moment, seems to think that it's more likely that he's in heaven than it is that Bella's there. I <laughs>
0: like that it doesn't cross his mind that Bella might have gone to hell. No. <laughs> <laughs> she acted on her horny thoughts. She should be there with him.
2: <laughs> also, doesn't committing suicide automatically get you a ticket to hell, Edward?
1: Oh yeah, damn. <laughs>
2: And since it both of them in true. that situation would have committed suicide, it would be hell.
1: It would make more sense for them both to be in hell, yes. Now we know
2: we certainly are in reading the Twilight
1: it. canon that both Edward and Bella will go to hell. For real. Yeah. So anyways, as we established, Edward is doing this because he went to the Volterian and was like, Voltari, please kill me. And they're like, we can't kill you because you haven't committed vampire crimes. So he goes to try and commit vampire crimes. And then Bella stops him from the committing the vampire crimes. He doesn't want to die anymore. But then the Volturi see that he's told Bella about vampires without turning Bella. And they're like, oh, this is a vampire crime. We're actually going to kill you anyways. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, they could just kill Bella.
0: But they don't want to piss off Edward because they want to hire him.
2: Yeah, all right. Wait, so they're going to wait. Do they want to kill him or hire him? What's the truth?
0: <laughs> they want to hire him, but he committed a crime, so they're like, ah, it's a shame, but you're a bastard, so. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, fuck, a bastard. Now we have to kill you.
1: <laughs> we have to kill you, but not <laughs> Bella, who Bella knowing about vampires is the problem. Oh, I mean, I to be fair, they probably would have killed her ones. next. Oh, yeah, they're,
2: they're going to kill both of <laughs> I'm sure but she at was at next point, in line. She says,
1: kill me instead. Like, sorry, we were already planning on killing both of yeah, you. Yeah, well,
2: you know, she ain't the <laughs> brightest. Bella's not well-known for her, like, excellent decision-making or thinking things through.
1: That's true. A lot of things in Twilight could be explained with, well, Bella's not the brightest. Yeah. Aro, um, the the Valtteri
0: guy that can read, like, all of your thoughts that you've ever had just by touching you. Um, he tries to read Bella's mind because, you know, Edward can't read her mind. And he's like, I wonder if I can do it. And so he does. And he's like, ah, interesting. I can't hear anything. And Alex is like... It's because she's never had a single thought.
2: (laughs) It's true. (laughs) He's like, there's nothing to say.
1: (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) So anyways, let's talk about how vampires fight. God, in
0: this movie specifically?
1: In this movie specifically, because it sure fucking is something when two vampires fight. And by something, I mean... Just blurry. Yeah, they couldn't... uh, So vampires can run really fast. And I guess, like it's too expensive to hire a fight choreographer for this movie because whenever the vampires fight they just, they're moving so fast they turn into two like tiny mist clouds and it's just like two mist clouds swirling (laughs) around (laughs) like presidential alert, the clouds are fighting
0: (laughs) (laughs) they're like boof, mist cloud and then they jump to like somewhere else in the room and somebody like slams the other one into the ground and there's a mist cloud again and they do the exact same thing on the other side of the room
1: it's so uninteresting to watch. Yeah, like, it's, to be honest. It's like, you know, this is not an audio format. You need to do things visually. <laughs> I know we're always saying this is an audio format, but that wasn't. Nope. And then the fight kind of just ends. Uh, I think, like, Edward promises to turn Bella, and then the Volteria are like, oh, oh, okay, sorry. What happens? How does the fight end? I don't remember.
0: I think it was Aro. He's like, can we not fight, like, I want Edward to be alive, but also, like, we should deal with the human in the room. Like, what's going to happen here? (laughs) And Alice is like, (laughs) yeah, and Alice is like, wait, wait, Bella's going to be a vampire. Are we cool? And they're like, oh, oh, she is. And Alice is like, yes, I have seen it happen in my visions. And if it's not going to happen, I will turn her my damn self. And Honestly, Alice is the only one with a brain cell. God, Alice is the
1: only I mean, Carlisle's
2: not here to have a brain cell, but I feel yeah. like he'd be pretty good, Carlisle too. Carlisle
1: doesn't true. have a brain cell. He just is, like, a nice person.
2: Leave Carlisle alone.
1: <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. To Steve's
0: point, when be- when Bella was getting attacked by James, and she was bleeding to death out of her leg or whatever, and Carlisle was like, Edward, you have to be the one to suck the venom out. When Carla could have very easily done it with no problems. And Edward almost killed her.
1: Yeah, Carlisle's a himbo. <laughs> and Alice is the guardian of the brain cell. Yeah, I
2: feel like... I I feel like... Maybe, and maybe it's because I just really like Carlisle and I really want to defend him. Maybe he hasn't tasted human blood in so long that he feels like if he was the one to suck it out that he would not retain like his ability to to have like self-control and like maybe the reason it has to be edward is because he's the only one who cares about her enough to stop
1: okay 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 okay. so the idea is that carlisle just doesn't care enough he's like i could try but i'm worried i just don't care enough to not kill her (laughs) well yeah
2: because he doesn't love her the way that edward does you know all right okay
1: fine i will give you this but i still stand by that carlisle is a himbo
2: Okay, but also, and not, like, Exhibit B, when there is the scene that um, Bella gets, like, the cut on her arm and she's bleeding all over the place, you know, I feel like he takes control of the room pretty quickly, which is not something I would expect of a himbo. He's like, you know, uh, Edward, go to Jasper. You know, I'm sure he's really upset because he knows the situation. You know, he's keeping uh, tabs on everything in the room. And I don't I don't feel like that's himbo quality. You know, I, I feel like himbo wouldn't be able to kind of take control of the room like that. I'm just saying. All right. I speak for the Carlisle for he's not here to defend himself. <laughs>
1: yeah, <right. laughs> okay. So yeah, they like make nice with the Voltaire. They go back to Forks. And then we get Bella's PowerPoint presentation in front of all the Cullens that is like this is why you should make me a vampire. Now all of you vote on my fate. It's just a family meeting. Everyone in the family votes yes except for two people. Edward, who is like I just can't make you a vampire because then you'll go to hell I'm a Mormon which is just like a dumb (laughs) fucking reason Um, and Rosalie and Rosalie is like look nobody gave me a choice when I became a vampire I don't want that for anyone else so I'm saying no so that you can have a choice which is like just such a better reason like that is like that is honestly my favorite thing that Rosalie says in like the entire series I respect Rosalie for that That's fair. I do too. That's good.
2: But to be fair, she didn't say so that you can have a choice. What she said is, I'm making the choice for you. I didn't like this choice for me, and so I'm making this choice for you because it's not what I would have wanted. The
0: way that she said it, at least in the book, I don't remember in the movie because I wasn't listening at that particular moment, but the way that it was implied was, I'm giving you an out, so take it. Yeah, She
2: said, I wish there had been someone to vote no for me
1: yeah Yeah, exactly like in other words
2: i refuse because it's not what i would have wanted so i think it's not what you would want but
1: it's not like she's the swing vote she knows she's not the deciding vote she's saying like nobody was around to vote no for me so i'm voting no for you like it's very much like i'm letting i'm giving you an out if you want it it's not i don't want you to be a vampire it's I don't want to be the reason you become a vampire. Like, yeah.
2: I guess. But if she was the swing vote, which if she had been, I still think she would have voted no. I I don't think she's doing it to to give Bella no. Because Bella but, has made up her mind very clearly. She has been obsessing over this for months upon months. Her birthday was miserable because all she could think about was the fact that she wants to stop aging. She's clearly made up her mind. Rosalie is voting no because she doesn't think that, Elle, uh, that, she should be, that Bella should become a vampire.
0: But she didn't have to give a reasoning. She could have just said no. What she did was she said, I'm telling you no, and it's not because I don't like you as a person. It's because, like, maybe you're not seeing this clearly, you know? I'm telling you from experience, I wouldn't have chosen this life, so I'm just giving you, like, pause. Think about it. I'm saying no. These are my reasons.
2: I don't see it that way.
1: I do. I absolutely see it that way, (laughs) and we're going to disagree on this. Yeah let us know in the comments what you think about <laughs> let us know in the comments do you think Rosalie's a stone cold bitch or the hottest character in the series and also a stone okay, cold okay let's not okay
0: hold on <laughs> Alice holds that torch thank you
1: yeah that's true I'm sorry let Ooh. me rephrase this do you think Rosalie <laughs> yep. is a stone cold bitch or do you think Rosalie is a stone, stone cold, cold fox bitch? <laughs> no I mean either way it's a stone cold bitch it's just where is your inflection <laughs> in a good way or in a bad way the inflection
2: that this movie lacks
1: (laughs) yeah hey guys
0: not to circle all the way back to the beginning of the movie but at Bella's birthday party Emmett looks at Edward and he's like hey you're dating an older woman now and I think that's hilarious
1: Emmett is a himbo he only shows up to be a himbo and then leave (laughs) he has no other purpose in the story He's such a himbo. See, Emmett is a himbo. I'm yeah. not even going to argue He with makes that the, way. oh, you're dating an older woman now joke. And then, like, when the voting is happening, he's like, hell yeah, I want you as a member of my family, and hugs Bella and picks her up, and it's super cute. And, like, that's yeah. it. Those I are like the only the... Oh. two things he does in the whole movie. <laughs>
2: I like Jasper's reasoning for wanting to turn her, which is that I don't want to have to try not to eat you anymore. <laughs> that's his reasoning. <laughs>
0: That's great. I sure would like to spend more time with you when you don't look like a giant steak to me. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, oh. so that happens.
0: Oh, wait, wait. Carlisle says, I think you should be a vampire because I don't want Edward to kill himself again. <laughs>
1: That's so much! Okay, actually, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Um, yeah. Another point for Rosalie is that Of the people who give a reason for their voting one way or another, all of the reasoning is selfish except for Rosalie, I would say, personally. Oh, yeah, Yeah, because, like, Carlisle is, like... Unless you interpret it as
2: I do, which is projecting.
1: Fucking, you will listen to me right now. Carlisle's reasoning (laughs) is, like, I want you to be a vampire so that my son doesn't kill himself. My son, who is three years younger than me. Um... (laughs) And Jasper's reasoning is like I want you to become a vampire because uh, I keep wanting to eat you and I would like to not want to eat you. And then Edward's reasoning is I want you to become a vampire because I'm projecting my religion onto you against your will. And then Rosalie's He doesn't want that. I'm sorry, I don't want you to become a vampire because <laughs> I'm projecting my religion onto you against your will. And then Rosalie's reasoning is very much like Becoming a vampire was really hard for me. I think it will be really hard for you. So I don't think you should do this. I kind of count, like, the other three, like, Alice, Emmett, and, um, Esme is just, like, not really giving a reasoning because all of them, it was just like, yeah, we want you as a member of the family. Yeah. So anyways, let's get to the final scene of the movie because, God, I want to talk about this scene. (laughs) So...
0: They leave the Cullen house and they're all in a big huff. And Edward is taking her back to Charlie's place, and Jacob is standing there in the middle of the road. And Edward almost hits him with his car, which I have a problem with because, as we know, he can hear thoughts two miles ahead of himself. So
1: wait, 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 drama. wait, drama, dramatic. Wait, 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 wait. Yep. Oh yeah, it's established that he can hear the werewolf's thoughts. How come he can hear the werewolf's thoughts, but Alice can't see the werewolves? plot hole <laughs> <But> the only <laughs> plot hole in twilight <laughs>
0: <laughs> and like hang on you know what i think is real funny if you look out for it in this movie mm-hmm. is that you can tell every time that jacob ran places naked because he's standing there in his destination wearing only jorts
1: <laughs> <laughs> so how long do you mm-hmm. think he was standing in the road there do you think anyone else almost hit him with a car before edward almost hit him with a car
0: yeah probably like do you think he was like standing there like being all menacing and then he heard a car come up and then the car came and like almost hit him he's like oh shit and he like dives out of the way and he comes <laughs> back and he sets all up again and gets all
1: <laughs> how many times did that happen before it was edward's car like, oh
0: shit <laughs> oh 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 i have another theory oh my god oh my god he was he was stalking the cullens at their house he was like watching And then he saw them getting ready to leave, and he quickly ran ahead to, like, a place that was, like, kind of far enough away, but that they could have a conversation, and then he just, like, posted up there.
1: Yeah, it's gotta be one or the other. Like, either he was watching them, waiting for them to leave, to run ahead of them and wait in the road for them, or he was waiting in the road for, like, two hours, and, like, almost got hit by, like, five other cars and had to reset up every time. I super-
0: I like that one so much better. That's so funny, and I'm gonna say it's that one.
1: Okay, and like, but yours is I also love it, funny but... because Edward can read minds and would know that he was there <laughs> <laughs> watching them for them to leave.
0: <laughs> oh my God. I like that
2: because he can read the minds and stuff. And that's like a whole plot point. But like when uh, he's there, he slams the brakes so that he stops like right in front of him, you know, and that must have been deliberate. He knew he was there. Oh, and well, like, and also it, like vampire
1: reflexes and shit. Like we've talked about these cars. But he definitely could have slammed the brakes earlier. Like, there's no reason he waited until he was, like, an inch away to slam the brakes so that he stops an inch away from Jacob. That was on purpose with the vampire reflexes. So then they're, uh... Instead of just, you know, like, having the conversation there, they go into the... They all get out of the car and go into the woods to have a talk. The only place you can have a talk in this entire
0: series is somewhere deep in the woods.
1: In a clearing... A convenient clearing, not near any path or hikers. This is where conversations happen in Twilight.
0: So, the reason they're having a talk is because Jacob is reminding Edward, in a not-so-friendly way, that if any of the Cullens bite any human people, the werewolves can come kick their ass. A fact that Edward conveniently forgot to mention when Bella was like, hey, turn me into a vampire. And he's like, no, I don't want to damn your soul. Not, no, or we'll all be killed by the werewolves. (laughs) So then... Jacob leaves and Bella's mad because she's like, I want to make this decision. I want to be a vampire. Edward, make me a vampire right now. Fuck that shit. And what does he do, Steve? So
1: Bella is like, oh my God, Edward, you must make me a vampire. What can I do to make for you to make me a vampire? And as I mentioned earlier, this movie is kind of like they gave a bunch of people a script and told them all to say the inflections as incorrectly as possible. And what Edward says next is, marry me. In the most threatening tone possible and then bella gasps the subtitles said gasp and then the movie ends and that's the whole movie man that's and you, a
0: wrap you know what i hate about it too is like cinematically they could have done the marry me and then ended it but they didn't they waited like a full 15 seconds for bella to go <gasps> and then they ended it what
1: if you see that scene out of context it absolutely looks like it was like a threat and like Bella's scared. Yeah that's true. I'm gonna say another thing about this movie is that it's like someone was given the script for a romance movie but told it was a horror movie. The style of cinematography that goes into it and like the way the lines are delivered are like trademark horror movie inflections. Like the close-ups of the paintings in Carlisle's office where it's, like, all these bloody things and, like, the way it starts with that random vampire's head getting ripped off. Like, it's like it's trying so, so hard to be a horror movie, but it doesn't have a horror movie plot. Yeah, true. And then it ends with that marry me thing that just sounds so threatening. Like, neither of them smile when he says that. They don't. (laughs) What kind of proposal... In a movie, have you ever seen where neither the person proposing nor the person being proposed to smile?
2: <sighs> it's not good. It's a bad relationship.
1: Yeah.
0: While it's fun to talk about the Twilight Universe and make jokes about this thing that was such a huge part of our childhood, we can't ignore the real-life racism and prejudices that influence these works, particularly with regards to indigenous people. As three white people, we know our voices are not the most important on this topic, and we would instead like to draw your attention to Truth vs. Twilight, a collaborative effort between the Burke Museum and the Quileute Tribe to inform people about their real-life culture and history. We strongly recommend that you take a look at their website and make a donation if you can. You can find the link in the show notes. So that wraps up this episode of Breaking Twilight. Have a question, comment, or suggestion? Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at twilight underscore pod and Tumblr at breaking dash twilight. You can also email us at breaking at gmail.com. Next week, we'll be talking about vampire lore, Twilight and... IRL. And also, why doesn't Edward talk like an old-timey man? (laughs) Tune in next week for the answers to all of these fun questions. And more. Thanks for listening.
2: Listen. Vampire reflexes are not car
1: reflexes. The car can't stop as quickly. The car can't stop as quickly as you push the brakes. No, we had an entire episode to talk about why the way cars work in Twilight is stupid. Um, Fellas, we can't do this again. I will go on a tangent, please. Okay, that's fair. (laughs)